Welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Super Simple Security Principles, part of the IHP Academy. I'm Nick, and I'm here today with Mac. How you doing? Doing well. Ready to do this thing. Excellent. Excellent. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about two-factor authentication, but we're going to be referring to it as 2FA. And I say that because McConaughey one time called me out for not knowing what 2FA, not in a bad way, but in a good way, he called me out for not knowing what 2FA stood for. We happened to be on a call where there was another person, though. <laughs> I was just slightly embarrassed. <laughs> so if you wonder what 2FA stands for, that's two-factor authentication. We won't call you guys out, will we, McConaughey? No, thanks Thanks for that introduction, though. <laughs> Appreciate that. Absolutely. McConaughey, I, I'm curious to know, why did you pick today's topic? There are two two big reasons. And the, the first one's the, the more exciting one, but is because I'm I really want to share with people the vision that we have at the IHP Academy that I have that want to teach them about all sorts of things, not just passwords. And so for the next few episodes, we're going to be branching out. We started with passwords because they're an important part, and now we want to talk about some other things. That's the first reason. The second reason is simply because there's a lot of confusion surrounding two-factor authentication. And it's something that people run into almost as much as passwords. And so it's, I think it's important to cover early on to help people get started with them. Excellent. And if you remember from our first two episodes, if you may or may not have heard of those, recommend you listen to them. But we learned passwords kind of suck and they're not enough because there's been a lot of data breaches and your passwords are floating out there, potentially, potentially. So for me, this is an important topic, right? Yeah, awesome. Exactly. First thing I want to talk about is one of the sources of that confusion that I referenced, and that is that there are many types of 2FA. There's too many and too much to cover there, so we'll be breaking that out into future episodes. Today, we're just going to focus on a few things that they have in common. The, the thing they have in common is the purpose, which is if somebody does have your password, then 2FA will be another thing they have to do in order to get into your account. It gives, if you will, a second layer of protection on that first layer, which is your password, or a way to visualize it makes me laugh, is like a belt and suspenders. One of those fails, you're going to be really glad that you have the other one. Yeah, you definitely don't want to get caught with your pants down. You know, if somebody's got your password, you want that backup, right? Yep, exactly. Which leads to my next thing, and you kind of get the answer here already, but the big question I get surrounding this is, should I use it? And obviously, with our analogy and the whole topic, it's probably clear at this point that the answer is yes, right? But I, I really want to emphasize that. Yes, please, starting today. And start with your email. That's your most important account. And then 
take one important account each day. Or if one day is too much for you, do one a week. And if you don't feel like you're ready to do that, reach out to us. We would love to help you make that happen, answer your questions, eliminate any obstacles in your path to getting started on 2FA because it's that important. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You're, you're telling me, start with email? Yeah, I know that might not be the most obvious thing, but email is like a master key to all of your other accounts. That's why you start with email. Okay, okay. That's something new to me. I didn't know that. So fantastic. Thank you. Now, before you do, though, I do want to share just a little bit about the downsides of two-factor authentication, because as good as it is, it, it's not without some downsides. And the, I want to focus really on one a big that's not super obvious, and that is this, that you can lock yourself out. The easiest way to explain this is by getting into one specific type. If you, your 2FA is the type where code gets sent to your phone, which is something most of our listeners probably have experienced, and then you enter in that code on the website after you've entered your password. Right. Well, what happens if your phone is lost or even just out of charge for the day or broken or worst case happened to my friend, his phone number ended up, he had ended up having to change it. Then what do you do? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. What happens is at setup time, when you turn on 2FA, they'll give you normally a, a special set of one-time recovery codes, they call them, which you can enter in place of that code that they would send to your, send to your phone. And then this makes it so you, sure you don't get locked out of your account. But a lot of people, when those happen, they, they don't want to deal with that. And I, I get that, and we'll talk more about strategies for dealing with that. But the main thing is just know that if you do, you might get locked out. So my, my advice is to pay attention. Whenever you turn on 2FA, look at what the recovery are, options are for that type. That's an important part. You know, I, I find a little bit of an inconvenience myself, but it's a necessary inconvenience we need to take to layer up. The, the good news is it's not as bad as it feels to begin with because it's kind of front loaded. When you go set it up and you see those recovery codes, your mind's like, okay, wow, this is going to be a lot of work. This is going to be a huge pain all the time. When in reality, if it's done right, and it's not always done right, I admit, but in most cases, you don't have to enter that 2FA code every time you log in. It will mostly be when it's from a new device, someplace it doesn't recognize, then it will ask you for that, or every 30 days, something like that. So I feel like especially if you evaluate how much inconvenience it is compared to how much protection, and you remind yourself of that protection, that it's a really it's a really good trade-off and it's not as big of an inconvenience as it feels like it will be. Excellent. So there you have it. <clears throat> to recap real quick, we have two-factor authentication. We need to use that on accounts that are important that are valuable starting with your email. 
that's one that's overlooked. I overlooked it. I, I, I would have completely dropped the ball on that one. Okay, so how'd I do? I think that sounded perfect. That's really what it boils down to. There's some, there's some problems to be aware of, but really, it's worth it. Go do it. And if you need help, reach out to us. Excellent. Excellent. And you can reach out to us by visiting us at ihpacademy.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Not only do we appreciate it, but you're taking a step and making yourself a little more secure just by listening. So thank you guys so much. Have a good one. Bye-bye.